Welcome to a Goddess Interrupted podcast, a safe, supportive, and nurturing community where survivor sisters can tell their stories and be heard and have access to helpful resources for your healing. Whether you are far along in your healing journey or just beginning, we are here for you. Hello and welcome to a Goddess Interrupted podcast. I'm your host, Christine Sun, certified energy medicine practitioner and holistic nutritionist, and most importantly, I am a survivor. So Chinese medicine has always been something I felt very drawn to as it explores the meridians of the body and the flow of energy within them and how that flow of energy can affect one's mind, spirit, and body if that energy is weak or blocked in any way. So all very cool stuff, which I hope to learn once all of this is over so I can go take those classes. But in saying that, this brings me to the pro, our very special, amazing guest, Amrit Singh, registered award-winning acupuncturist, who's been working with women's health, stress, self-esteem, and mental health. Her passion to help women feel empowered, successful, healthy, and beautiful inside out drove her to create her own business, Six Babe Beauty. She has such a strong presence in the media and she makes it look so easy with her natural charisma, knowledge, confidence, and the best part I love, her transparency. But we will let her tell us more about herself right now. So welcome, Amrit. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Yes, my name is Amrit Singh. I am a registered acupuncturist in Toronto. I've been practicing for 10 years. Um, so, But really, Chinese medicine and acupuncture has been part of my life for about 13 years, 14 years, mm-hmm. um, because I used it to help with my own um, health problems that I had in my early 20s. So I've been doing traditional Chinese medicine acupuncture for that long and cosmetic acupuncture as well. And then in the past few years, focusing more on women's health and beauty um, through acupuncture and natural forms of medicine. Awesome. So, so you mentioned before you, you kind of found this through your own health issues. Can you tell us about what you were going through and how how you kind of found your way into Chinese medicine? Yes, definitely. Mm. I mean, I moved to Toronto about, I think, maybe 15 years ago now. Mm -hmm. And I used to work in the music industry. That was my first career. Mm -hmm. Um, So very different lifestyle than what I have now. Lots of going out, um, drinking, socializing, and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it was my dream job at the time. And I was really happy, but that lifestyle wasn't working for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Working all the time, uh, not eating well and drinking, my body just doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't handle it. Um, Then I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. So I had that and relapsed many times. Mm -hmm. Um, And every time that I did... I just did acupuncture and Chinese herbs. Mm -hmm. So the first two relapses were the worst. Um, The second, and then as it, as I learned how to figure out my body through studying Chinese medicine on my own, before I went to school, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, raw foods are doing this to me. I need to eat cooked foods. Oh, this is what they say in Chinese medicine. This really is helping me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really what made me go back to school because 
Chinese medicine and acupuncture helped me with so many of my health problems. Prior to that, I did actually also have a very bad back injury from Winnipeg, which I brought with me to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was initially trying it through that. And then I had colitis. So I, my early 20s were not the like, mm-hmm. 20s, let's go party, let's have fun. Like I was dealing with a lot of health problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So did you, did you, do you feel that the ulcerative colitis was due to, aside from whatever lifestyle things you were doing due to some sort of stress that you had? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was the stress I was putting on my body by not eating properly. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll just be honest, like at that time, moving from Winnipeg where people you know, are less concerned, I would say, about the way they look compared to how I felt people cared in Toronto. And I'd moved here and I felt like everybody, this was all body image stuff. And I moved here and I felt like everyone was so skinny. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how is everyone so skinny here? I'm like, oh my God, if I want to fit in and be cool in Toronto and be cool in the music industry, I have to be skinny too. Wow. So I was not eating properly drinking, not sleeping, working hard, putting so much pressure on myself. And then, yeah, like I was starting to get um, ulcers towards the end before I quit. And then when I finally quit, then my body like relaxed. And then, which is what happens, right? You Mm -hmm. get out of the situation and your health actually gets worse because you can, your body knows now it can filter out what it needs to. It was complete stress of all kinds. Yeah. So you mentioned, I read in your bio, you, you mentioned that these are the kinds of issues that brought you to, um, to deal with women and and what's going on with them and bring Chinese medicine to that because they've, they experience all those, those kinds of issues of body image and the stress of that. So can you, can you talk more about how, how you brought Chinese medicine into those kinds of things to help them with that or help yourself even? Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. as so I went to school, then I graduated. And then when mm-hmm. I graduated, then a new health problem was cystic acne. Mm-hmm. And it very much affected me. Yeah. Um, it made me feel depressed. I completely lost my self-worth. I was very insecure about being uh, an acupuncturist or a health practitioner because I felt that I had to be this picture perfect model of health which means how could I be a health practitioner and people trust me if I have acne because they're going to judge me right looking honestly I don't even think anyone would have cared but I was just so insecure about it Mm -hmm. um so I didn't I knew that inside I was meant to do this and I knew that I had the skills and I had studied and I did the work but there was always this like insecurity about how I was going to be around patients and Mm -hmm. so Anyways, what I had done uh, in moving forward still, like I went for acupuncture with my Japanese acupuncturist. And that helped me a lot. And I tried different herbs and all these kinds of things. But mm-hmm. cosmetic acupuncture helped my acne very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it helped heal the scars. It reduced what was already there. It helped prevent new ones from happening. Like I could catch them before they would start. And when I started doing it on myself, I'm like, this is awesome. Because mm-hmm. I learned it in school, but I left it because I wanted to do more like digestive stuff and like pain and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it having the acne is what brought me to it. And then in talking to my patients over the years, 
conversations just char- started changing and I'm almost certain that like the conversations started to change at the same time social media became more popular and from that women becoming more concerned about acne, acne scars, fine lines, wrinkles, aging. Right. And I'm like, well, I have this tool in my toolbox. If you want to check it out, it's called cosmetic acupuncture. Let's try it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that's what happened. And so I started bringing it out and then women were just like, this is awesome. And they started feeling better about themselves because we were also mm-hmm. working from doing the inner work. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love so much about it. Always doing the inner work. Nice. Yeah. So, so how, so I don't know anything about this stuff because I just have an interest in it, but how, how does that work with the, the energy meridians or the, the chi flow um, connected to if someone's feeling a lot of stress or, or they've gone through some sort of, or trauma, or they're experiencing mm-hmm. some sort of issue, what happens in there with their energy flow? So I think one of the most beautiful things about acupuncture is the subtlety of it that it can Mm -hmm. move your energy and your emotions because your emotions are energy. It's not something Mm -hmm. you can touch. It's certainly something you can feel within yourself, but like Mm -hmm. you can even feel in a room, you know, you walk into a room, if someone just finished arguing, you're like, ah, something just happened in here. Or you just don't like a vibe in a certain room. You don't know, you know, something's Mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. Um, So acupuncture helps to... I guess you could say the be all end all of it. We have to move your chi, which is your energy. Either we are strengthening it, dispersing it. If it's too much in this area, it needs to be moved. We need to strengthen certain energy systems, but you don't have to share what those things are. Mm -hmm. Like people don't have to tell you their whole story if they don't want to. And mm-hmm. they're just like, something happened to me and I'm in a very stressful time in my life. Cool. I already know from that alone, I need to work with the liver, which relates right. to, which is the main organ relating to moving your energy. And then I can just ask mm-hmm. very simple questions like, how does it present in your life? Um, I cry all the time. I want to punch the wall. Mm-hmm. I want to curl up and hide whatever the feelings or the actions are from those emotions can determine mm-hmm. which Chinese meridians we're going to mm-hmm. be working with because each meridian has an emotion and an action with it. So mm-hmm. like the lung and the metal um, element is about grief and sadness. And it's like just this more depression and like hunched over and like very breathy speaking because you're like grasping for air all the time the liver relates to tears in the eyes so if it's crying all the time it's like okay we need to work more with the liver you know Mm -hmm. like it's different can't get out of bed don't want to go outside more fear related that's the water element that's the kidney so just by telling me what how it presents in your life we can work with the acupuncture meridians and the acupuncture points and move the energy where we need to go, where it needs to go so that you're more fully functional. It's very Mm -hmm. subtle, but it's very powerful. So you move the energy where it needs to go. In my work, like we we move, everything is just moving out. So is that where you need it to go? Or is it just about kind of universally flowing throughout and like a big circle or how does that work? Yeah, okay, so it's, your energy meridians are like a closed circuit. Um, but mm-hmm. like, let's say if you are, 
it's but more like dispersing. So if somebody has a lot of grief and sadness and there's a point in, in the center of the chest, you know, you mm -hmm. just do that. And sometimes you cry, then the release is coming through the tears. Someone might mm -hmm. go to the bathroom. Someone yeah. might have their next menstrual cycle and it's super heavy. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It might come out in different ways. They might sleep for three days after, depending. Everyone has their own kinds of things. So for me, mm -hmm. when I had to process the stress and things that were going on, it affected my digestive system. So I had to, mm -hmm. what I believe is that I had to mentally process and then physically digest everything that had happened to me. And then my digestive system broke down and I had to build it back up. So I had to wow. go through it, literally digest it that way. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, so after doing this work on someone, do they kind of just um, instinctually get some sort of idea about what happened there and what it was connected to? I don't know if, like, I'd say it's by instinct. Like, I think people definitely know something happened. They're like, I feel mm -hmm. different or I felt some kind of like weird tingles and like, is that normal? So they know yeah. something happened, but even still, like we can't ever fully explain acupuncture. You know, mm -hmm. um, there's always mm -hmm. going to be a magic to it that will never be explained. And that's really, that's where the beauty of it all is. Mm -hmm. um, so you can say, yes, your energy's moving. You might feel differently after uh, you might go to the bathroom. You might do this, you might do that, or maybe nothing, but right. you will feel a, a subtle change to it. Mm -hmm. So, so you said when you did this work on yourself, you kind of, you, you, you had to digest it and that was in your digestive system. But mm -hmm. so you had this idea that you had to digest what happened to you. So mm -hmm. did you have to kind of do your own kind of inner personal work to work on digesting what you had been through? Yeah, for sure. Like I did a lot mm -hmm. of writing, journaling. I did a lot of mm -hmm. reading. I asked a lot of questions about people from people about mm -hmm. me. Like, do you wow. feel that? Like, I just, it was like, I was my own research project or something. And I did, <laughs> do you feel like I have a temper? Please just tell me yeah. the truth. Um, and wow. be like, yeah, you have a temper. I feel like I can't say this around you. Or I feel like I'm walking around eggshells around you. I'd be like, really? Because you don't know if you don't ask the questions. And usually if you have a temper, people are afraid to tell you things. And I did. Yeah, I used to yeah. have a bad temper. I had anger issues since mm. I was a child. I was just like mm. that. It's my temperament. It's wow. severely gone down now, obviously. But that is my mm. nature. So if my emotions mm. go off, that like everyone has an element in Chinese medicine, right? So some people's emotions go off and they go to like depression. Some people's elements mm. go off and they like go in fear and panic, anxiety and worry. I'm going to mm. go more towards like temper, anger, frustration. Like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Why can't we fix this kind of a thing? Mm -hmm. So when you, so when you, um, is needling the right term? Needle, needling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Treat somebody. So when you, yeah. okay. So when you, when you treat yourself or mm -hmm. treat someone else, um, and they feel that something has happened, do, do you notice, um, when they come back into your office another day that they've changed in some way? Like, do they oh. even have any idea that they've changed? Yeah. So just to clarify, when I was saying that I was doing my work, I was going for acupuncture. I wasn't doing acupuncture myself. I just 
just shout out to the people who <laughs> were treating me and helping me during that time. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, you notice because what happens is people, let's say someone's depressed, they come in yeah. and you're treating them. They get, mm. it's just, it's the way that they move. It's so subtle. They move quickly. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Depression is a slow energy. I call it quicksand. You're just drowning in quicksand, always trying to like, get out, get out, get out. Um, yeah. So they just move a bit more quickly. Like just simple things like packing up their bag before they leave. A big thing in Chinese medicine also is your Shen, which is your spirit is expressed through your eyes. So the brightness mm-hmm. in the eyes start to come back or they look more relaxed or there's more blood in the face. Very, very subtle things like that. Sometimes I say something, depending on the person's personality, be like, well, look, you look so much brighter. And sometimes yeah. I just don't because I'll, it, it may, they may not be ready to even want to see change. Some people don't want to see change mm-hmm. right away. And if they feel yeah. it, they see it, cool. But the people who are like really like pumped up to get out of their quicksand, let's say, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. look in the mirror, like look at your eyes or your face. And they'd be like, oh my, this is awesome. Then I'll tell them. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. I just think that's why I wanted to have different kinds of therapy on my podcast to help people understand that there is something for everyone and you don't have to just go the general route of going to talk to a psychiatrist in an office and get pills or something like, yeah, there's there's different ways to get to the roots of your issue and and release them so you can just be your best self. I love it. Yeah. hundred percent. I think it's great. I've noticed that a lot of people over the years in my practice have come in and they've said that they're psychotherapists or psychologists, usually not psychiatrists, because I think they're a bit more Western mm-hmm. medical, but they're therapists mm-hmm. and stuff. They said, I'm like, oh, my therapist suggested I come for acupuncture. I'm like, really? I think so great. <laughs> I think they're really open yeah. to us. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so cool. I love hearing stuff like that. Me too. <laughs> I love it. I love when I've had some people come into my office, um, like brain surgeons, no, no joke. And they come in total skeptics. Like this is a bunch of hoo-ha nonsense, foo-foo, she-she, whatever. They get on the table and they experience it for themselves. They feel the energy. They feel things moving, leaving. Their body might move, all sorts of stuff. They, They feel that switch just go off and they, their change happens and they feel it and know it. And then when they leave and come back the uh, another time, they'll say, I don't know what you did. Yeah. I don't get it. But thank you. I feel so much better. I'm breathing better. I'm running. Oh I'm, I'm jumping. I'm peaceful. Thank you. So good. Uh, yeah, it is so good to be, I don't want to say acknowledged, but you know what I mean? It's yeah. just nice. I just had that energy work industry. done last night. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's oh, why nice. I feel like, even more like alive and awake today. Yeah. Nothing with like normally okay. I call this person if like something's off and we need to check in on stuff. Cause she's kind of you know mm-hmm. like a psychic too. But um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to do it because I'm like, it's quarantine. I'm not moving around. Let's just check in and mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. it was also a Buddhist mm-hmm. holiday yesterday. So I'm like, this just seems like a good time mm-hmm. and the full moon. And yeah, I know I feel so great today. It's just something changes. Oh, it shifts something. It's so good. It's accelerated. Every, and like whatever you're going yeah. through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going off my list of questions yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you, so with all of this that's going on right now outside there, have you noticed it has affected your energy in any way? You mean in, re- in reference to coronavirus? Yes. You mean out there. Okay. Um, 
I mean, at the beginning, uh, so here's the thing. I was really following the story. So when it was mm-hmm. like January 2nd, January 5th, and things were getting heavy in China, like I was already into mm-hmm. it because I have a personal um, personal connection. Like I feel very, very drawn to Eastern Asia. So I was like really mm-hmm. into it then and would read like an hour, two hours every day. So when mm-hmm. it started to spread globally and eventually come to North America, I was already... Like, I already knew what was happening. So I didn't feel as shocked as I think the regular population felt. Because I was already cautious from a while ago. Do you know what I mean? So I think a lot yeah. of people just weren't paying attention. I was telling people who were, like, planning events. And I'm like, you shouldn't bother planning your events. I'm like, they're all going to get canceled. Like, no, no, that's in China. It's not going to come here. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Good luck. Go ahead and plan your event. <laughs> all came back and we're like wow you were right you were right um so at the beginning it didn't affect me because i think i was already involved in a way and we mm-hmm. couldn't work and i remember crying that day because it's one thing to make a choice to not work for personal safety like i'm not going to come in anymore you guys because i feel like this is too much going on it's not worth the risk for you and for me And then there's another thing that happens when someone tells you, you can't go to work. You are no longer allowed to practice acupuncture as a registered health uh, professional until further notice. Mm -hmm. And it's like, did I just like, it's like, that was devastating. I cried that day for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, the regular quarantine, I think because... Mm -hmm. I am so active on Instagram and I do love it. I am an extrovert and I do have like an mm-hmm. online store and stuff like that. I really believe that mm-hmm. that's what saved my like mentality about it because I mm-hmm. feel like my purpose, which I think is one of the most important things for anyone to discover in their life still lives on. Right. Yes. So I'm still connecting. I'm still talking. I'm still educating. I'm still sharing, showing, having fun. Everything that I love about my life was still mm-hmm. here. Um, mm-hmm. So I love that you're you're doing your. Um, sorry, go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah. So that was the biggest thing for me, and I think that's why it hasn't affected me so much. But that all being said, going back to work now, I'm starting to have mm-hmm. some. I don't know if I would call it anxiety, but I'm definitely overthinking. Like, what about this? What about that? Are patients going to feel really anxious? What should I do? How am I going to feel wearing mm-hmm. a face shield? And then, and then the overthinking and stuff comes up. But up till now, I've been pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. I, I, I have been following you for a while, and we've actually got to meet in person, okay, which yes. was super awesome. Mm-hmm. And I, I've got your six bay beauty gua sha, Aww. you know, and um, I've enjoyed watching your tutorials about that. So I love that you're still, you know, you're still reaching women, you're still helping women um, doing your part. I love that. Thanks. Yeah, it's really, and the funny thing is that a lot of the things I'm doing, like the online classes and expanding the store, these are all things on my to-do list, but I could only do so much before, you know? So it's, it's Mm -hmm. not like it's anything new. It's just all the stuff that I wanted to do is getting done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So do you have any self-help or self-care practices that you do for you if you're going through something that you can share with us? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like if I'm going through something, I, mm-hmm. um, I definitely do energy work because, mm-hmm. I, because I'm an acupuncturist and my job is to listen, take care of people. If I have any of my own like shit going on, um, I, need, mm-hmm. I, I want to clear it out as fast as possible because I'm not bringing any of that to work with my patients. So like energy work is essential for me. Um, I'll journal. I won't go out. Like a lot of people like, oh, let's just go out, have a good time. Oh, this happened to you, whatever. Let's just go out, have a good time. No, I want to sit in it. Yeah. I want to face it. I want to just deal with it right away. So yeah, I don't, and I won't like, I don't drink really in general, but like, I'm not going to like go drink and party and think it, these problems are going to go away. No. So it's just mm-hmm. all about like being healthy. If it's really bad and I just have low energy and stuff, like, I don't know what, like something like more personal, I guess. Um, I'll do mm-hmm. things like meal delivery or something so that I'm mm-hmm. eating healthy mm-hmm. if I have, don't have the other energy to like, cook food so that I don't binge and eat garbage. Like I just try mm-hmm. and keep even more healthy than I would regularly. Um, but yeah, energy work, mm-hmm. journaling, eating well, um, and really like not socializing and not partying and doing the things that I feel like society tells people to get over things. I don't think those things are healthy. Mm-hmm. I think they're just distractions. Ooh, I like that. So when you're journaling, is it like just kind of a, a brain dump or are you doing like manifestation or gratitude or like what is your journaling process? Yeah, it's you it would usually be a brain dump of like what had happened. Um, mm-hmm. I'll like just kind of do that. Last March, February, March was a very tough time in um, a lot of bad. I try not to use that word too much, but a lot of things happened that. Did, I didn't want to happen um, surrounding my business. Like I lost a lot of money, a project, a lot of projects mm-hmm. I was supposed to work on were falling through. Um, just a lot of consistent, consistent, consistent bad things happen. And so, yeah, at that time, that's when I started uh, a gratitude journal to switch up my energy um, mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, like, yes, these things suck, but like, you can't sit around and cry about it. You live in Canada, you have a roof over your head, you have a closet full of clothes, you have food in your fridge, like, let's just get real. And I really try to just remember those basics. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that like, because there's, we forget here, like, yeah, you can cry about whatever, like, oh my God, I lost $5,000, but so-and-so didn't pay me out for this contract. Yeah, it sucked. It's actually more than that. But yes, it sucked. But there are also people who $5,000 would be like a dream for their family. So like, how much are you really going to cry about it? Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just really keeping things in perspective. And I don't know if that comes from like an immigrant family where my parents came here with nothing. So they're always like, look what you have now, look what you have now. Um, But that's always very grounding for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Thank you. So my next question is, so for the, for the, for the survivors that are listening, who are kind of 
looking for that light at the end of the tunnel, looking for different alternative therapies that they can try. Can you tell them how, how you can help them if they wanted to come and see you? How could you help them? Um, yes. So you mean like, how can they find me or like, how is the acupuncture going to help them? Yeah. How, how would uh, the acupuncture help them? And any, I, I know you have your own kind of areas of focus. So like, how could you and what you do help them? Right. So, um, with acupuncture with me, like I really like to get to the root of the problem. So, and mm -hmm. whether that person wants to talk about it, like I said earlier or not is completely up to them because they don't have to tell me the story mm -hmm. for me to know. Cause I know like whether I know the story or I don't, the treatment points are going to prop more mm -hmm. than likely going to be the same, like 98% of them. So it's like mm -hmm. for them to just come in, um, we chat about it. Like I just established trust. Like I'm like, you can talk to me at any time during it. If you have any questions, you can ask me at any time. Like I just want people to feel really comfortable um, and then that's mm -hmm. it. Like we just do the acupuncture from there. I let them kind of chill out. Um, if they're more on the anxious side, I'll come back and check on them. Cause we leave the needles in for about 20 minutes and then come back mm -hmm. and take them out. And then we talk about, like, I don't pressure anybody in a treatment plan. Like that's not my vibe. Like, Oh, you have depression. You have to come and see me twice a week for six weeks. I'm not telling anybody that. Cause how, how could I say that? Right. I don't know. Maybe they need more. Maybe they need less. Maybe they don't want to. The last thing they need is to feel pressure. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just leave things very mm -hmm. chill, very open. I'd be like, let me know how you feel tomorrow. Um, and then let's talk about it from there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Very okay. So go ahead. It, just like very easy, very chill, open. Like I just want it to be a very flowing experience because that's kind of what people need, like a low pressure, like I don't want anyone to feel like they have mm -hmm. to tell me their story if they don't want to. I feel like a lot of people, like you just met somebody, you just want to just say mm -hmm. everything, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah, I like that. Go with the flow, go with the chi. I like it. <laughs> so, so, is there any message that you have for our listeners? Something inspiring, something, something from your own experience that, that helped you, a message that you might have for them? Yeah, I think above anything, you should always try and do what feels right for you. I feel like any time that I had to like overthink something, like should I should I do this? Should I not do this? What about this? What about that? And like going back and forth, then it's like it's mm -hmm. not for me. Because anytime that mm -hmm. anything, an opportunity or anything's come up, and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing that. Like, mm -hmm. and everyone, like, it's funny, like, everyone has these types of decisions. We've all made these decisions. The ones that where you go back and forth a million times, you said yes. And then there's the time where someone's brought mm -hmm. it up once and you're like, yeah, let's do that. And then what worked better when you mm -hmm. knew right away, whether it was a pair of shoes, yeah. whether it was signing a lease, whether it was going back to school or whatever. So the, what I really feel like people, what helps people the most is finding their purpose and like finding mm -hmm. like their alignment when it feels easy and comes like, mm -hmm. yeah, that feels right. Yeah, I'm going to do this. This feels good. And going with that feeling. Mm -hmm. um, like when I went back to school, like I had no plan, but I'm just like, yes, I'm going to study mm -hmm. acupuncture. That feels right. Zero plan. No idea. <laughs> like I just did it. Yeah. You know? And it was like one of the best things it. that I did. So, and I think that when you find your purpose in life, 
it gives you this kind of like confidence rooted feeling because you just everything you do comes from that and like nobody can mess with you like yeah you're gonna have your ups and downs for sure but at the end of the day you still know what your yep. purpose is whether whatever it is if it's being a mom cool if it's being a millionaire mm-hmm. cool if it's being an acupuncturist mm-hmm. or like an energy worker whatever an artist it doesn't mm-hmm. matter that's your purpose and I just feel like you have to find it to get this like rooted feeling in your existence and it just carries you through everything that made sense I love it. okay <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, following your heart, listening to your heart and going with your gut and your, you know, what that higher source is telling and you just to also do, I find never leads yeah. astray. Uh, um, and just ignore beauty standards. They're crap. <laughs> like, I just think it's crap. <laughs> I just think that like, I really hope that out of this, like, um, it changes and I really think it will. Because I think fashion and beauty is struggling big time right now. And I'm watching it because mm-hmm. I look at fashion mm-hmm. as like art and design because my mom used to sew clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like watching yeah. it crumble, I'm like, I kind of don't feel that bad for you guys. Like, I'm sorry, I don't. Because it's just like, <laughs> you've also perpetuated a lot of negative shit on women. So I'm just like, not that yeah. concerned. So I really hope that a more yeah. natural kind of beauty standard comes out of this and I really think it will Mm -hmm. I think I saw you post something about that in your story like do you think the kind of Kylie Jenner face is going to continue on in our new existence going forward I hope not yes I see that yeah because I saw someone do a makeup tutorial someone had posted a a Mm -hmm. full makeup face um and I looked at Mm -hmm. them doing it I'm like, holy, it, like I've seen it before and it always stood out to me as a lot of makeup because I, I just, I do wear makeup for sure, but I don't wear a lot of makeup. Um, so it always looked like a lot to me personally, but then seeing it now when mm-hmm. mostly everyone's more kind of bare face, natural, cause no one's really going out or you're not seeing as many party pics, it stood out to me and I was just like, whoa, mm-hmm. that is a lot of steps. I didn't know people are taking five steps to do their lips. I'm lucky if I get a lip liner and lipstick on, I'm like, wow, I'm killing it. And they're just like lip contour, like put the powder on, then this, and then just gloss in the middle. And I'm just like, contour your lips? Dude, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I just really think that, yeah. I always see that too. Yeah, I'm like, and then what happens if you drink your tea or your coffee or something and the, all that work yeah, is gone? Yeah, and I've asked people too, like, are you going to get less filler? after this and Botox and like mm-hmm. 90% people said yes because everyone's is dissolving oh, good. now they can't go for their touch-up mm-hmm. if this lasts for three months let's say you can't get it done people are going to start looking really different and I'm mm-hmm. seeing it on people on Instagram their lips are deflating their lines are showing yeah. yeah and I think everyone looks just mm-hmm. as beautiful like that's the thing I agree thing. yeah yep it just looks so, I don't know, I can't, maybe, maybe the right word is glow. Um, I, I just notice when all that stuff goes away, that kind of natural radiance just kind of shines from inside out, instead of having like this barrier of mm-hmm. who knows what. I mean, way. yeah, like no judgment. If you want to do it, do it. It's your body. You want to wear lots of makeup. 
it's your body it's fine but like yeah mm. like i mean that's the mm. thing in chinese medicine your shen can't shine through if you can't move your face like there's too much in there right like this does Kim Kardashian really glow? She looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. Her face is perfectly symmetrical, mm -hmm. but like, does she glow the same way Michelle Obama glows? I don't think so. Not mm -hmm. even close. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. Well, I have to say your glow is total oh hashtag God, goals because... Every time I see you online, you're just like, oh, it's so good. I'm like, girl, every time I open my fridge, I'm like, I need to pick up my gua sha. I need to do this. <laughs> like, I'm right to the point. I need to get on the train. <laughs> it helps for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so tell everyone where they can find you if they wanted to look you up and follow yeah, you. Yeah, of course. My that. Instagram is six. Bay Beauty, so six like the number, then Bay B A B E Beauty. Uh, my website is also the same, sixbaybeauty.com. You can book through there, um, email me. I mean, book when I'm taking appointments in the future again. Um, but you can always mm -hmm. message me on Instagram. That's usually the best way. Awesome. Yeah, you're very active online. On, yeah, on I Instagram. love it. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Same. Well, thank you so much for answering all of my questions and being so candid with me. Yeah, that was a pleasure. So I will be in touch with you soon. And thank you so much again. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and thank being you. part of this. Bye. Okay, bye.